Good morning. Uh, I'd like to start out by just wishing a happy Mother's Day to all of you, especially to my lovely red-haired mom sitting right over there. <laughs> um, so my name is Spencer Jackson. I'm graduating from the Academy for Information Technology uh, this June. And uh, I've been dreading this day for a long time. And let me tell you, Ecclesiastes wasn't uh, the first thing on my list of things I wanted to preach on. But after reading it, I found that it's actually a really unique message that not a lot of other passages in the Bible can give off. Reading it is both comforting and unsettling at the same time, which uh, to get contradicting feelings like that from one, one thing is just, you, you don't find that very often. So before I reread Ecclesiastes 3, 1 to 8, um, I just want to ask you what emotions are on your heart right now and just keep that in mind while I'm reading it. There's a time for everything, and a season for every activity under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to uproot. A time to kill, and a time to heal. A time to tear down, and a time to build. A time to weep, and a time to laugh. A time to mourn, and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones, and a time to gather them. A time to embrace, and a time to refrain. A time to search, and a time to give up. A time to keep, and a time to throw away. A time to tear, and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. So the way it was written was obviously just giving opposites. Each season, there's black and there's white. And what this does is it really shows us that throughout our lives, our emotions are going to be varying so much that to get comfortable in one season would just be setting ourselves up for disappointment. So at one point, we could be loving, but the next we could be hating. Or at one, we can be at war and then instantly go into peace. So staying in that one season and getting used to it, we're just setting ourselves up to go and be disappointed. So there's actually another way to read the passage, which is splitting it into two sections, being the good and the bad times. And what it does is it goes and really, and lets us get a grasp on how opposite these two things really are. Because while you go and have both of them side by side with opposites, you get to see how our emotions balance out our lives through our walk on earth. But when you go and read them where it's just good and just bad, it really helps us realize that we're not always going to have good times. So let me start out by reading the bad ones. There's a time to die, a time to uproot, a time to kill, a time to tear down, a time to weep, a time to mourn. A time to scatter stones, a time to refrain from embracing, a time to give up, a time to throw away, a time to tear, a time to be silent, a time to hate, and a time for war. So reading that, you really don't want to be feeling any of that. I mean, (laughs) I've never felt a desire for any of that. But that's not what God has in, in store for you. He's not looking to give you an easy walk with him. It's not... It's not going to be all good times. So when you're in those seasons, how do you act? Like, what, what gets you out of it? It could be temporary fixes where you just want to go and feel better for a short amount of time. That won't get you out. While you're in it, you could feel jealousy. You can look at others in better seasons and say, wow, I wish I was in the season of laughter and I want to go and dance for God, but no, I'm stuck mourning and weeping. The thing is, Looking at those people and wishing you were like that, it's unfair 
because they're going to go through or have been through that same exact thing. It's like starting a marathon and already wishing that you were that person who's just finishing. They had to go through the exact same thing you're starting to get to the point they're at. But you're only seeing their outcome. You're not seeing how they, like, what they had to do to get there. So it's unfair to go and wish you were in someone else's position when you don't know what they had to do to get through that. So looking at the good times and the bad times, you're going to think that obviously the good times are better. But obviously, we need both of them. It's not just the bad times or the time in between each good time. It's, it has its own purpose. And what it is, is the bad times give us a purpose to have that desperate need for God. When we, when we have these bad times, we need something to fall back on. And how are we supposed to fall back on each other when all of us are going to be going through these seasons? Like, if I'm in a time of mourning and you're laughing, it's going to be hard for you to relate. And if you do, it might, it might change your season into mine. And it's just all very volatile. Like, there's no telling which season each of us are in, because I'm sure we're all on different ones. So we need God. God, God isn't bound by time. He doesn't know. He's not bound by these seasons. It's God's eternal. He, he, is, he has always been and forever will be. It's, he doesn't follow spring, summer, fall, Whatever the last one is, I'm kind of forgetting, but <laughs> sorry, I'm nervous, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, I still don't remember to be honest, but <laughs> well, that doesn't matter, that's not the point. Anyway, really, the point is that God, he's not on the same, the same restraints that we are. We, we as humans, we have this constant fear of time running out and that we have to make the most of each season that we're in. But the thing is, we shouldn't have to fear that because our time isn't going to run out when we're walking with God. And that's why we need him, because he's not bound by these same seasons that we are. We need something that's beyond what we're going through to help us through it. And that's why when we're in these bad times, we put all dependence on God because he knows how to get through it while we don't. All right, so that's enough of the bad times. On to the good times. There's a time to be born, a time to plant, a time to heal, a time to build, a time to laugh, and a time to dance. A time to gather stones, a time to search, a time to keep, a time to mend, a time to speak, a time to love, and a time for peace. So that's a lot nicer. I like that more. But honestly, I think it's harder to glorify God when you're in these seasons. Because at least I find that it's a lot easier to ask for help than it is to be thankful. Because when you need God, you're ready to pray and pray for yourself and others and that you want something to be better or for your time to change. But when you're feeling laughter or, or joy or love, you're stuck in that season. You're just embracing the fact that you're feeling so good. When really, this is all a part of God's plan and using that to glorify Him is not going to be the first thing you're thinking of. And if it is... It's like a glorious thing, because when you're feeling these positive things, it's hard to say, like, God gave this to me. I should be thanking him. It's what we think is that, wow, I really deserve this, or I'm going to go and soak up all this positive emotion and just 
live with it while I have it. When really what we should be doing is just thanking God that we have the chance to do this and preparing ourselves for the next season we're going to be feeling. So regardless of what season you're in right now, like you said a couple seconds ago, or minutes ago, rather, um, I just want to tell you that don't get too comfortable where you're at because whether you're in a positive one, you could come in tomorrow and you could be weeping or mourning. Or if you're in a negative one, tomorrow could be the best day of your life. Thank you.